you can be friends with people for so long that you also think that you owe them your friendship. Just as much as I said, yo, it ain't right to cut everybody off. Some people you need to be an encourager for. You need to encourage them sometime. Not when their energy goes down, I'll cut you off. No, you need to be their friend when they need you the most. You're like, yo, how do I know when it's time that your loyalty has been keeping you around a surrounding or an environment that your spirit is telling you to grow out of. Loyalty is causing you to stay in a relationship that is not fulfilling or a friendship that is draining or a friendship that is um, not helping you grow, then your loyalty may be misdirected, right? You can be loyal to things you need to grow out of and that loyalty is keeping you somewhere you need to evolve from. Hello, powerful people. My name is Edouard G, personal development speaker and talk show host. And I want to welcome you to this holistic experience called Ed Talks Daily Personal Development and Motivation. This podcast is all about growth in all aspects of your life. How do you solidify a great mindset that will lead to a healthy body, healthy relationships, and an in-tune spirit? Well, join me on this journey to becoming the best version of ourselves. If you want a podcast that you can relate to, a podcast that will motivate and inspire you, all while educating you on ways to personally develop and grow as a being, Ed Talks Daily is for you. Find Ed Talks Daily on your favorite podcast app and be sure to leave your thoughts in the form of a review. Or tune in live every Monday at 12 p.m. by visiting FAURradio.com. see you there what was I doing I was waving my hands like clouds wave your hands like clouds this is just one of the many different exercises that you can do to reverse your emotions reverse the emotion of worry let it go reverse the emotion of fear let it go reverse the emotion of anxiety in your shoulders let it go reverse the emotion of being scared in your hamstring drum it out these are a couple of things that I'm going to show you in next Saturday or Sunday's Qigong class. By clicking the link and getting your ticket today, you're going to learn specific medical Qigong exercises that can improve your vitality, reduce stagnation and inflammation, and muscle tension. So if you want to feel better, you want to breathe better, you want to transmit your stress into bliss, come learn how to breathe and how to move with the holistic motivator. All you got to do is get your ticket. The class is going to be fully online on Zoom where you could just set up your computer or your phone and we'll just engage in a meditation session. So if you're looking for practical exercises you can do to reduce your depression, anxiety, anger, and overall stress in your life, make sure that you join this class. You are not going to regret it. It's going to benefit you forever. It's not just a one-time class. It's a lifetime thing. So as soon as you learn how to do this one time, you can go home and do it by yourself. So make sure you click the link below to reserve your spot. 
It's the Holistic Motivator, reminding you that you got the unlimited power in you to let go of stuck energy and be free from anxiety. That's my message and I'm sticking to it. I'll see you there. Peace. powerful people thank you so much for coming here for another ed talks personal growth and motivation session today's about the difference between toxic relationships and fulfilling relationship keywords toxic and filling fulfilling so one of them brings your energy down the other one brings your energy up as simple as that so if you keep tuning in with me sticking with me that's what I'm going to be talking about. It's raining today, so I'm indoors. Like this video and share it to a friend wherever you are watching. So what is the difference between relationships that are meaningful versus the one that's are toxic, um, full of meaning and toxic. What does that mean? Well, sometimes we hang around people, but without any meaning, you know, we can call those empty relationships as if um, there isn't any meaning for the gathering, as in we just hang out. There isn't any meaning in our relationship. And other times we just stay in relationships or friendships in order to simply, in order to justify our toxic traits, right? So I'm not going to get too deep into that, but I really want to talk to you about what makes a relationship meaningful. I want to get y'all input. So if you're watching this live video, be sure to comment and if you're tuning into the podcast on Apple Podcasts, be sure to go and let me know what you think about everything we've been talking about this week. You can email Ed Talks Daily. Once again, what are the relationships that are meaningful? What are the things that when you, the people in your life, that when you think about them, they add some sort of meaning to your life? And who makes you feel as if your life do have meaning rather than a life that is meaningless? Do you feel like your life has less meaning when you're around somebody or do you feel like it has more meaning? All right. So I was talking about, do you have friends that bring you below the level, the vibration of courage? Do you have friends that bring you below the vibration of courage and into fear and because of their fear? Now, why would somebody bring you to a low vibration below courage because of their fear? Well, 
we tend to want people to resemble our situations, right? So if we're discouraged, we want people to be discouraged with us. If we're encouraged, of course, we want to encourage people. So people often give you what they got. And they also hang around who, their reflections, which means not only do we hang around reflections, but we give what we got. So some of you may be like, um, I don't get too much encouragement from my friends. Well, maybe they're discouraged. That means maybe you have to give them encouragement, um, as in you got to bring forth that for them. You got to model that for them. So a lot of times we talk about toxic friendships. We talk about cutting people off. We talk about don't be around the fifth broke person. But a lot of times we've been the toxic friend. We've been the broke person. We've been in that situation. So um, the advice that we get so much on social media and the internet about cutting everybody off, as practical as it is, it's not that practical, right? As useful as the advice is for some people, sometimes it's not useful because some people, you have to be patient with them. Um, just as much as you got to cut some people off, some people you have to help them. And not to the detriment of your life and your well-being, but you have to be able to if you can give enough energy out to them to help them um, in their whatever they're growing through without using up all your energy, then you became an encourager, if that's a word. You're encouraging them. And at the same time, you're building up your ability to help others, right? You're building up more compassion and the idea of not giving up on people so easily. So just as much... As you hear, the thing about life, which I figured out, is the duality of it is, is cool. At the same time, it's, it can be confusing. I mean, you're like, so you mean I have to cut some people off, but uh, some people you got to give them time to grow? Yeah, if it's not draining you, right? If, if that person is taking up maybe 10 to 20% of your energy um, for you to help them, and it's a sacrifice... And if their friendship is worth it, if they're willing, uh, now, that's the next thing, right? The problem is not that, hey, you know, I want to help a friend. You know, I want to be there for them during their hard time. That's not a problem. That's human, right? That's the right thing to do. I mean, the issue is when you're willing to do it at the detriment of your own life or trying to do it for somebody who's not willing, right? I mean, yeah, that's kind of too much work, right? Not only are you getting drained, but you got to help the person with the will. So you're going to be the encourager and you got to, nah, that's too much. So that's why they say don't throw your pearls among swine, which means don't spend so much time trying to enlighten somebody who's not receiving it, you know. So that's the duality of life that I've learned throughout my short 25, year, 25 years here on the planet. And it, as simple as there's two sides to everything, you know, just as much as we have to look at the toxic energy in our lives from other people, we must also recognize that we ourselves can be toxic. Just as much we have to um, be the one to uplift others, sometimes when they're down, we got to realize when we're doing too much uplifting and then we're putting ourselves down because we don't have any more time for us. So 
the difference between toxic and fulfilling relationship starts with being aware, right? Being aware, like, what's your intention for the relationship? Natalie, Justin, and Javier was on this podcast yesterday, and I had a great conversation with them, and we spoke about life. You know, we spoke about all types of things in regards to friendships, and one of the major things we talked about was one of the major parts of friendship is is as simple as your intention you know when you're starting off we're friends like so what's your intention with uh being my friend you know like what do you want to do like what is the purpose of us being friends like i'm am i here for you and you're here for me are you here to take and i'm here to give you know or is it a give and receive relationship so first of all a lot of times we never ask our friends, yo, what's your intention with our friendship? I mean, we want to ask if we got a boyfriend or girlfriend, that's the first thing you're going to ask, right? You're going to be like, yo, what's your intention? But when it comes to your friend, it's like, yo, do you ask your friend, what's your intention with our friendship? Like, where do you see, where do you see our friendship in five years? I want you to ask your friend this question just as much as you ask yourself that question, just as much as you ask your spouse or your boyfriend, girlfriend, or your person you're talking to, yo, what's your intention? Just like you ask yourself, yo, what am I going to do for the next five years? You want to ask your friends, yo, why are we friends? Yo, why are we friends? Or ask them, what made you want to be my friend? You're like, hmm, these questions are good because you're going to see their intention. A lot of times people won't tell you their intention, but they're going to tell them themselves when they answer questions about, things that can catch them off guard like yo why did you become my friend a simple question that may that you may need to ask so intention is everything if the intention was yo i'm a taker from this person then you know that relationship ain't gonna grow i was talking about the concept of to go plate and i gained this concept from eric thomas he says that some people is gonna come to your house they you gonna cook for them they're going to take your food, put it into go plate, and go eat it at home. And every time they come, they're just going to take the to-go plate and go eat it at home, yet never really bringing anything. And at the same time, never really adding any value. So they just take, 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 take. And then one thing, they come to your table, take your food, and bring it to another table. So if we don't know the intentions of our friends, then we don't know what to give attention to so that we can see things that we didn't see before and we have to ask we have to notice their intention and notice when they hang out with you why they hang out with you like when do they hit you up is it when they need something or is it when they want to just be with you um do they want to give you their presence or do you want to do they want to drain your energy right do they want to give you um encouragement or do they always want you to hear their problems and they can never heal yours or help you out like do they always ask you for a ride but never want to give five on it or do they do they always ask you for a ride but wouldn't give you a ride like do they do you bring them food and they don't bring you food so these are questions that we don't often ask um questions that can be uncomfortable because we can look at ourselves also and say Am I doing any of these things? Well, the thing is, sometimes you might realize, yo, maybe I'm doing some of these things.
that's just room for adjustment, right? It isn't room for bashing, right? A lot of people look at things that they're not doing or things that they're doing, and they tend to want to be hard on themselves for it. Um, being hard on yourself never really solve anything, but saying, yo, how do I build a type of friend that I would like to befriend? What, how do I be the type of friend that I would like to befriend? As in, how do I become a person that is going to help um, really alleviate the suffering of the people I surround myself with and help us have a good time while we take the trip of life? So I don't know if you tuned into the first episode about friendships on Monday. I spoke about how friendship is like getting on a ship with a bunch of people you care about and being able to enjoy the ride. Um, what that simply means is, you know, life is a trip, right? And as you take this long trip, you're not really going to a destination, but you're really just enjoying the journey, right? Friends are those who are supposed to make the journey less painful, more exciting, more in the spirit of creation. They're not supposed to be there to make you feel bad about the journey, to make you uh, guilty and to do any of that. They're supposed to simply be a support system for you as you're supposed to be a support system for them. So let's say you get on this ship and all your friends are not necessarily fueling you up. You know, they're just to go to go plate friends, as in they come, take your energy and leave, but they don't bring in any energy. The exchange is not things, money. It can be ideas. It can be time spent with each other. It could just be a listening ear, non-judgmental listening ear. It could be encouraging words. It could be a smoothie. and It could be like anything you could um, add value to somebody's life. It could be reminders. It could be um, giving them the courtesy of simply calling them. You know, these things are just the things that makes friendships. And a lot of times you got to analyze. Like I do my own analysis and sometimes I'd be like, yo, I don't call people that much. Why is that? So some weeks I make an effort to text people more, call people more. So I'm actively saying, how do I become a better friend? Right. Because I do realize that I can't make anybody else be a good friend to me. I can only be a good friend to other people. So every day I'm thinking about that. How do I be a good friend? So fulfilling friendships. I was talking about how when multiple beings get in a room together, you are creating a chain of minds, right? Um, a chain of spirits and a chain of minds. And you're like, what does that mean? Well, as we talk and we involve in dialect and intellectual conversations about life, um, or share ideas, and, you know, our minds are connecting. And it becomes like a battery where we could charge each other up. But we're also doing that as, as at a spiritual level, right? So we're not just getting mental food, but we're getting spiritual food when we're around people, right? And spirits have vibrations and frequencies. And you're like, what does that mean? Um, spirits have, give us an energy field. So you can walk to somebody and if they have like a relaxed spirit as in you know they're they're like they're not their energy is balanced you're gonna feel that same token if you walk somewhere else and their energy is out of whack you're gonna feel that and the energy itself 
you're gonna feel that in your body to the point where sometimes you can't even stand the energy and you got to go. So we get fed by our friends at a mental level and at a spiritual level. At the spiritual level, I just mean as it relates to um, communication without words, communication done with just an energetic communication, right? Um, the communication you get without having to think, say, or uh, um, intellectualize anything, right? It's just some, something you feel. So if you walk in a room and you feel energy is off, every time you get there, you feel down. It's simple. This is probably not the state for you. If you can hear my voice, you're tuning in to the Ed Talks Daily Personal Development and Motivation Podcast. And I want to thank you for taking the initiative to grow holistically and invite you to subscribe to this podcast and leave a review. Thank you. I didn't see you there. What was I doing? I was waving my hands like clouds. Wave your hands like clouds. This is just one of the many different exercises that you can do to reverse your emotions. Reverse the emotion of worry, let it go. Reverse the emotion of fear, let it go. Reverse the emotion of anxiety in your shoulders, let it go. Reverse the emotion of being scared in your hamstring, drum it out. These are a couple of things that I'm going to show you in next Saturday or Sunday's Qigong class. By clicking the link and getting your ticket today, you're going to learn specific medical Qigong exercises that can improve your vitality, reduce stagnation and inflammation, and muscle tension. So if you wanna feel better, you wanna breathe better, you wanna transmit your stress into bliss, come learn how to breathe and how to move with the holistic motivator. All you gotta do is get your ticket. The class is gonna be fully online on Zoom where you could just set up your computer or your phone and we'll just engage in a meditation session. So if you're looking for practical exercises you can do to reduce your depression, anxiety, anger, and overall stress in your life, make sure that you join this class. You are not going to regret it. It's going to benefit you forever. It's not just a one-time class, it's a lifetime thing. So as soon as you learn how to do this one time, you can go home and do it by yourself. So make sure you click the link below to reserve your spot. It's the Holistic Motivator, reminding you that you got the unlimited power in you to let go of stuck energy and be free from anxiety. That's my message and I'm sticking to it. I'll see you there. Peace. One of the things I notice in my life and some of the friendships that I've had is you can be friends with people for so long that you also think that you owe them your friendship, right? 
just as much as I said, yo, it ain't right to cut everybody off. Some people you need to be a uh, encourager for. You need to encourage them sometime. Not when their energy goes down, I'll cut you off. No, you need to be their friend when they need you the most. Um, but you're like, yo, how do I know when it's time that your loyalty has been keeping you around a surrounding or an environment that your spirit is telling you to grow out of, right? So I won't, I don't know if you got anything from this yet, but if your loyalty is causing you to stay in a relationship that is not fulfilling or a friendship that is draining or a friendship that is um, not helping you grow, then your loyalty may be misdirected, right? You can be loyal to things you need to grow out of and that loyalty is keeping you somewhere you need to evolve from. So sometimes not all loyalty is good, right? You, you want to test somebody by their loyalty, by their respect and honesty, then sometimes we we have this loyalty to people that we don't necessarily tell them, but we know it. So no matter how much we try to up-level our lives or, yo, it's time for me to change up or do something different, and if the people we're surrounding ourselves with don't agree with that, a lot of times that loyalty is going to keep us in that because we feel like we owe them something, as in, this person has been there for me so much that I owe them. Like, I owe them my friendship forever. Now, the thing is, are you willing to exchange your soul and your well-being for loyalty? I mean, you can be loyal to the devil and exchange your soul for that loyalty. Is that loyalty worth it? Right? To just say, I was loyal, you know? Is it worth it to be dogged out because of your loyalty to someone or relationship or friendship? Is it worth it? I mean, I think the only worth it situation is your loyalty to God. But any man, you should never put your loyalty in any man to the point where that loyalty will drain you and you're willing to give up yourself for the sake of loyalty. Who are you really loyal to? I mean, you're obviously not going to be loyal to your growth if you choose toxicity over fulfillment. You're not going to be loyal to your evol evolution if you pick um, stagnation over continuous growth. I mean, you're not going to be loyal to a better future if you choose toxicity over prosperity. So we can have misguided loyalty. We don't have to be loyal to everybody that we were once loyal to. I mean, sometimes, a lot of times, loyalty is in complete proportion with your level of growth. Let's take an example. Let's say I served um, somebody. As Let's say I was back in 1805, or I don't know, like 1920, and... I used to be in a royal house or something, and Ed is, uh, what, what do they call him? Let's say I'm a, let's say I worked with the, the person below the king, below the king, below the king. I don't know what they call that, right? I'm in a hierarchy somewhere, and I work three levels down from the king, and I'm loyal to that person three levels down. And I'm just loyal to this person three levels down from the king, and whatever they say, I do, right? 
And then I found out that this person was a manipulator and that this person three levels below the king was not really fulfilling the things of the king, but his own ambitions, his own self-interest. And you're like, hmm, this person was three levels below the king. I was loyal to them for so long, but I was misguided and misdirected because of my loyalty. I was willing to do anything for this person, willing to do whatever it takes, whatever I had to get rid of. And this is a hypothetical situation. I got to do it because I'm loyal to the third person down from the king. Um, and then he realized this person was never fulfilling the laws of the king or the, the things of the king. And at this point, you got to reconsider your loyalty um, because you might be loyal to a person serving the devil, right? Thinking they were serving the king. Now, we could replace that with God, right? We can replace that. We could replace that with God and someone else, right? So you could be loyal to your friends who's um, going a certain direction and reality, the things that they're doing is merely misguided. And if you keep going that way, it's the wicked way, right? It's the wicked way to self-destruction. And you are so loyal to these group of friends that you are willing to give up a better future for an accepting present. For having, like, for, like, acceptance, like, we will give up our souls, to be accepted in society like the deepest I, I don't really understand why but we have a need to belong and a need to be accepted by others and we're willing to give up our souls for acceptance you might be like not me no 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 well think about corporate america right and the things that we do in corporate america to climb the ladder by we, I'm generalizing. I'm not talking about you. I'm talking about whoever does this. And we're like, yo, I need to go to the top. And I'm going to do whatever it takes. And in the process, even if I have to stay away from my family most nights, even if I have to lie and steal at work, even I have to sacrifice other people's lives by doing things that are not so generous, I'm going to do whatever it takes to get mine, right? Because I'm loyal to the system. Yo, I'm loyal to uh, to this growth, so you're going to do whatever it takes to be accepted by what you're loyal to, right? Whatever you need to do to be accepted, whatever they say, yo, if they say jump, you're going to jump. You're going to do what you need to do to be accepted. And in the midst of that, you might not be operating in purpose, on your purpose, and you might be completely out of your values. And you're like, yo, I was just trying to do right by this person, do right by this organization, do right by this company. I wasn't necessarily do bad. I wasn't necessarily trying to do go against God. I was just trying to do the thing that was right according to them. So by being loyal to things, people, institutions, we can be doing completely things that are against us thinking we're doing something good. So the best way is not to be loyal to man, right? Is to be loyal to God and to be loyal to your growth, right? What does that mean, loyal to God and loyal to your growth? Well, we have an internal guide within us that tells us what's good and what's wrong. And when we're loyal to that, when we're loyal to and we're in touch with our intuition, we are able to now have discernment to pick and choose the things, the environments, the people, the conversations that are going to help us grow. So loyalty to God is loyalty to your inner compass that will allow you to make the decisions along the way that's going to be the best choices to, to fuel your growth.
So as you're loyal to your values, as you're loyal to listening to that spirit inside of you, listening to the voice inside, as that loyalty keeps going, you're going to be able to discern and picking the right friends, picking the right environments, um, trusting the right people. So it doesn't start with picking the right friends to be loyal to. First, it starts picking, um, being loyal to God, being loyal to that inner guide that's going to dictate what you choose, right? So I said all that to say is we can be so loyal to people and disloyal to our growth and to ourselves. So the message is basically, it's simple. Whoever you was once loyal to, if disloyalty is diminishing your spiritual well-being, your physical well-being and your mental wellness, that loyalty is no longer serving you or them or the world. And it's up to you to decide what you're going to do now. I'm not here to tell you what to do with your life. I'm simply here to, tell, to give you a different perspective and use that perspective however you choose to use it. If you can hear my voice, you're tuning in to the Ed Talks Daily Personal Development and Motivation Podcast. And I want to thank you for taking the initiative to grow holistically and invite you to subscribe to this podcast and leave a review. Thank you. So the difference between fulfilling and toxic relationship is the topic of the day. And the reason why this is so important is we really want to look at who we have. Am I being filled up or am I being drained? Am I being filled up or am I being drained? Let's think about some toxic water, like a water full of algae or something like that. Um, what causes this water to be toxic? Well, a lot of times... If there's a lack of flow in a river, if the river stops flowing, I, I don't know why would the river stop flowing, but let's say something caught, uh, there's an obstruction, the river stops flowing. The, the, the river that's cut off from the main source is going to be a dead sea, right? So rivers that are stopped flowing from the main source is going to be a dead sea, which means also, this can mean multiple things. A toxic river is a river that's no longer flowing. And flowing, in the terms that I use it as, is fully living on wisdom. You've heard the concept of the flow. This is when your intention matches with your goals, matches with your focus, matches with undivided um, uh, attention to what you're doing, you're in the flow. Intention, attention, and goal setting. There's somewhere you want to be, there's an intention in your heart and there's a consistent attention that is produced with your actions. That gets you in the flow, fully living on wisdom, having an intent um, fueled by an action, which is based on your attention to, to achieve a certain goal, right? This is the flow, fully living on wisdom. Now, what is the intention of the river? Well, to promote life. Wherever there's a river is, there is life. The intention of the river is to promote life. What's the action of the river? Well, the action of the river is just to be the river, is to flow, right? So the very action of the river is to live on the wisdom of nature, right? And then the 
the goal of the river is to fuel and feed the environment to keep it prosperous. So the river simply comes here to bring life. And in flowing, it's doing that. But when it's no longer flowing, it becomes the dead sea. It becomes a body of water that is ignored and eventually you get algae, you get a bunch of dirty things, it becomes dark, nasty, and you don't even want to go in there. It might even have some brain-eating, microskeptic organisms. You know, these things have, are actually true in Florida. So you're like, yo, why are you saying all that? What does that mean that if a river gets cut off from the source, it becomes dirty, it becomes like the Dead Sea? Well, that's how it is when our relationship is cut off from the dead source. When you have no goals for your friendship, as if, yo, we're not even growing together, we're just uh, dying together, right? There is no attention, which means we're not even giving us each other undivided attention, we're just coexisting. The intention has became um, self-fulfilling, which means it's no longer what can I bless you with my presence, it's how can I bless myself with your presence, you know what I mean? So that intention gets out of whack. So when the purpose is no longer to serve, you stop flowing, you stop fully living on wisdom, your relationship gets down. Now, that's why the Bible say, base your friendships on God. Now, somebody say, what do you mean base your friendships on God? Well, base your friendships on the source or achieve and follow the principles from the source. Then you're going to see how it continuously flows because you are getting um, the principles that's going to give you a prosperous relationship because you're not doing it of yourself, you're doing it of God, right? Do unto others as you would have them done unto you. So you're like, hmm, that's a principle to keep my relationship flowing. I'm going to apply that. So you're like, okay, uh, I, my friend would like that, so I'm not going to do that. That's going to keep your relationship flowing. Right. So you wouldn't want to do to your friend what you wouldn't want your friend to do to you. Right. So that's what keeps the relationship flowing is when we no longer say, hey, I'm going to get mine. We're in the acts of service. Right. It's the acts of service and it's building your relationship on God It's building your relationship on truth It's building your relationship on the idea of growth, the idea of elevation. The idea of bossing up, like, yo, we are together because we want to get things done in life. We want to live our best lives. We want to be happy. We want to be prosperous. We are, we are prosperous. We are living our best lives, and we are growing. When you, live in a, when you have a friendship like that, it's based on the flow. You can't have a dead friendship that are, have specified goals with the right intention, with actions every day, and attention that is... Um, um, fulfilling you that is filling you up so we then learn okay we want to keep our relationship flowing so what are some principles well yo I need to be compassionate kind humble gentle and I need to be patient I'm going to bear with my friendships so I forgive them and I'm not going to hold any grievance or uh, I'm not going to hold per se a grudge against them I'm going to see how can I squander the beef within 24 hours, if it's possible, by sharing what's, what you're feeling, right? So instead of like saying, oh, you did something wrong to me, how can I store that so I can use it when you do next time, right? Instead of doing that, just communicate that. Hey, 
I didn't like that. Or, hey, I, didn't, I reacted some way, right? That's going to give that forgiveness right away. Now, sometimes some friendships, you might say, you know what? Every time I bring an apology to you, you find a way to bring that around and manipulate me the next time. Or every time I try to solve it, you're only going around it so you can keep me around, keep me loyal. So, you know, I'm probably not going to do that. They say, fool me once, shame on you. Fool me twice, shame on me. Uh, fool me three times, uh, put the blame, something like that. I don't, I don't know. But if you get fooled the third time, something is off, right? Um, it means that the person is not willing to change and they're not changing and they never had any good intention in the first place. So you got to go back to the question is, hey, hey, what's your intention with our friendship? What's the intention with our friendships? So keeping friendship flowing is fully living on wisdom, not the wisdom of man, the wisdom of God. So there are principles that keep your relationship fulfilling. So what are some principles? There's a verse that says, one who has unreliable friend will come to a ruin, but a friend sticks closer than a brother. So I don't know if y'all had some friends that are like way deeper than a bro. Like I've had friends that are much closer to me than my brothers or my sister. Why? Because that's just how it be sometimes, right? So unreliable, your reliability, you should have a reliability rate before you could have a loyalty. Like before you dictate how loyal you're this person, you need to notice how reliable they are. Right. So there are times where I was unreliable to some friends and I'm like, yo, I got to I got to work on being more reliable as in um, holding my word like or saying or holding the things that I said I was going to do. So if your friends are unreliable, but you're reliable to them, then you might be having a one sided friendship. Right. Or you have the good intention, but they don't. So uh, unreliable friendships come to ruin. But reliable ones, uh, brothers, I mean, if you want a friend that sticks closer than a brother. So what I say about friendships again, you want them to flow, but you also have flaws. <laughs> and I'm putting these words out there like this to help you remember flowing, fully living on wisdom, basing your friendships on the wisdom of God. Right now. As we do that, then we're no longer self-interested, right? We're no longer seeking to be right, but we're seeking to do the right things. You're like, what does that mean? What's the difference between self-interest and being interested in somebody's well-being, right? Being interested in uh, helping build the self. What's the difference of self-interested and being and being interested in helping build yourself and other selves. Well, the difference is self-interest is I'm gonna go get mine. You know, whatever I need to do to achieve my goals, my dreams, uh, my whatever I want, I'm gonna do it. And interest and achieving your best self is that yo, one of my biggest concerns and one of my biggest goals in life is to become better. I'm interested in bettering myself, building the relationships, friendships and community that's going to help me grow. But I'm very interested in doing that, but I realize in order to do that, I also must be interested in helping build you. 
So I pour into you as you pour into me, as God pours into both of us. And now we have our reservoir full. You share with me, I share with you. You share with me, I share with you. And we're having a potluck of energy. And sometimes when I'm fully drained and I can't share, you dump into me, you fuel me up, we get back right, and then I come back, I dump into you. So it's a two-way arrow of continuously sharing energy, right? Where you're not slandering each other, you're not speaking against each other, you're not judging each other, but you're simply um, helping each other grow, right? That's the goal of our friendship. So once again, I don't know if you asked your friends this question yet, yo, what is our intention? What is your intention with our friendships? Like, where do you see our friendship in the next five years? Like, how do you see us um, taking over the world together? Or like, how do you see us um, co-creating co as creators on this planet, um, building our empires? How do you see that? And based on how they respond, you're going to know that person's loyalty, that person's intentions, and you're going to know a lot about them. But you want to ask yourself the same question. Hey, what is my intention with this friendship? Now, if your in intention becomes self-interest, like you're literally just show up because this is what I get when I show up, then you might have to reconsider and it's gonna be uncomfortable, right? These things that we realize about ourselves is very uncomfortable. It's easier to see it in others and blame them. So you, you must change now. You, you gotta change your ways. You know, judging is, is easy, right? Expressing is easy, right? I can come here and I could, say, hey, this, 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 that. But whenever I gotta go into myself, which I do, and say, oh my God, this, 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 uh, you got flaws, you know? It's hard task. But the final thing is, like attract likes. We must have, we must do this work though, even if it's difficult, even if it's the hardest task, even if it's painful for us. Why? Because, well, unless we solve our internal conflicts and internal issues, we are not going to be able to attract that back. And even when we do get the opposite of what we got, we're still going to repel it away. It becomes a repellent, right? So I was talking about how it becomes a repellent. Sometimes you're somebody who has the exact characteristics of what you want can repel you out of their lives because when you see that you get fearful and you feel bad about yourself but instead of doing that emulate or let them motivate like let that be inspiration like yo my friend my friend my friend how did you grow so much my friend <laughs> what did you do like what, what was the secret like how did you evolve to like this I, I i'm really amazed by your growth how can I learn from that? You know what I mean? So it's a different mentality when we not only reflect upon our own lives and the things that we need to grow through, but we also learn from the lives of our friends. And we work on building the characters, uh, building our own character to be able to be a friend that you can depend on, a friend that other people can depend on. So build up your own energy so that you can attract that same energy before you demand it of someone else, right? Build that integrity within yourself before you can demand it within someone else. Um, I also said being in integrity with your friends is not just being in integrity with yourself, but being in one with them, as in 
um being in one with your friends not like yo and everything you do is me everything i do is you you are me not like that but just necessarily being making sure that your goals align making sure that your vision of life align or your your principles and cultures align not saying that you need to have 20 people that's just like you you might you need to have different personality types different skill sets you know building friendships can be about building people to also help you grow through your flaws but at the same time we should also have somewhere that i can relate to right whether that's a story whether that's where you came from whether it's an interest whether it's the same career whether you have two kids and they have two kids you gotta have something in common um but at the same time just you got something in common you must also see that we must be different that's the duality of everything you don't want to surround yourself with 20 people just like you to justify you and at the same time you don't want to surround yourself with 20 people that's not going where you're going to so that you can feel grander or feel better because you're not gonna grow right so it needs to be well-rounded and it's not black and white it's not orange or yellow it's the colors of the rainbow and like rain sometimes it's gonna rain but the sun comes out and there's sun and rain you're gonna see the rainbow and you're gonna be like hmm what does that mean well friendship is both sunlight and rain sometimes it's gonna be really bright you're gonna have good times and sometimes it's gonna be really sad but the thing about the rain is at the end of it you can see the colors to remind you that well because because we were given a second chance because Jesus himself died to forgive us because we are forgiven we can forgive our friends the rainbow should remind you and i want i want you to get this analogy simply rain simulating sorrows and pain sunlight simulating happiness and joy when your friendships are in happiness and joy they're in sunlight when it's in sadness and pain there's rain when the rain intersects with the sunlight there's a rainbow the rainbow reminds you that forgiveness is the only thing that could save our nation knowing that there's no more flood to come to eradicate the planet it's a covenant that was made between man and god and when you see the rainbow in your friendships know that you've also made a covenant to your fellow man that you will forgive them so that's when you forgive because you have been forgiven so why torture and why hold your friend um on the cross and say you did this to me it's over sometimes we got to learn to forgive but ask god for the discernment to know when to forgive and stay and when to forgive and go so you can grow that's my message and i'm sticking to it it's the holistic motivator and i want to remind you that you have the unlimited power in you to achieve whatever it is that you want to build the friendships build the character build the energy that's going to attract people that's going to be uh helping you live a fulfilling life as you help them live a fulfilling life but first you got to believe it and until you do that the world will forever miss your light so remember to share it don't hide it and don't dim it please be sure to subscribe go to anchor.fm forward slash ed talks daily if this was inspiring 
educational. There's one thing that makes sense. So send it to your friends. Well, send it to your friends anyways, because you want your friends to grow. And also, if you want to donate to the podcast, you could donate to money sign, uh, dollar sign, Ed Talks. And that way you will help fuel this. And please comment below if 8 a.m. is better than 10 a.m. for this podcast. Is 8 a.m. better than 10 a.m.? You can text me 8 a.m. or 10 a.m. Which one is better, right? So text 561-510-9605 to put in your vote or comment or email me as you listen to the audio, edtalksdaily at gmail.com. Let me know, is it better to host this live at 8 a.m. or at 10 a.m. here on all my platforms, Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube at the holistic motivator when is the best time if you haven't subscribed to the to the podcast yet uh or the newsletter please go ahead and text me 561-510-9605 once you text me you'll be added to a text messaging tribe where you get daily messages from the one and only the holistic motivator once again thank you all for tuning in i appreciate your presence here with me Um, We are friends. We are distant friends. And um, as I continuously grow, um, I hope that I can provide better friendship to you, wherever you are all around the world. All right. So I would thank you all for being here. Have a wonderful rest of your day. One love. I want to remind you that you have unlimited power within you to achieve whatever it is that you want and to construct the person you want to be. But first, you must believe it in order to achieve it. And until that happens, the world will forever miss your talents, your gifts, and all the great things that you have to offer. So let your light shine. Don't hide it. Don't dim it. Thank you. Find Ed Talks Daily on your favorite podcast app and be sure to leave your thoughts in the form of review. Until next time, remain in your unlimited power.